Welcome to ReachMD. This medical industry feature titled Targeting Nerve Fibers Associated with Painful Diabetic Peripheral Neuropathy of the Feet is sponsored by Averitas Pharma. You'll be hearing from Dr. Jeffrey Fuden, founder and CEO of Remitigate Therapeutics, director of PGY2 Pain Residency at Stratton, Virginia Medical Center, and adjunct associate professor at Western New England University College of Pharmacy and University of Connecticut School of Pharmacy. As of December 31st, 2020, the description of Cutenza capsaicin 8% patch has changed to Cutenza capsaicin 8% topical system. This change in language is not reflected in this transcript because the video with Dr. Fudin was recorded prior to the change in the product description. Here's Dr. Fudin. I'm going to talk about the mechanism of action and patch technology. So this first slide, what is Cotenza? You see on top the molecular structure, a very lipophilic chemical. The active ingredient in Cotenza is capsaicin, which is the active ingredient in hot peppers, and uh, it is synthesized chemically from the natural product, but the two chemicals are identical. And you can see the diameters of the patch and the strength listed there for you within the patch. So this next slide, which to me is very important and uh, very close to home, the mechanism of action or the pharmacology of Cutenza. But before getting into that, I do want to mention that many times uh, the mechanism of action has been attributed to substance P, but studies have clearly shown that depletion of substance P has little, if any, role in pain relief at all, and that topical capsaicin does act in the skin to calm or palliate cutaneous hypersensitivity and reduce pain through a process called defunctionalization. So I'm going to start on the right side of that slide. On the right side of the slide, um, what is that? Um, TRIP-V1, a TRP-V1. Um, it is a transmembrane receptor ion channel complex that's distributed throughout the CNS and the peripheral nervous system. It preferentially is expressed on sensory or nociceptive nerve fibers, mainly the C and A delta fibers. It's important uh, in pain perception and provides integrated responses to heat acidic conditions, and endogenous inflammatory substances. And also, it detects uh, harmful stimuli and conveys the information to the CNS. So this TRIP1 uh, receptor, uh, also known as the transit receptor, potential villanoid 1 receptor, is really very important uh, in the mechanism by which our, our body interprets uh, this type of pain. So on the left side, then, what is capsaicin? It is potent and highly selective, a highly selective agonist or activator for this TRIP-V potential villanoid 1 receptor or channel. Capsaicin does activate the cell membrane receptor, uh, again, the TRIP-V1, uh, which causes an influx of calcium and sodium into the nociceptors, uh, sense receptors for painful stimuli within the epidermis. But I'd like to point out here for those that treat neuropathic pain, then another drug that works systemically are drugs, uh, the gabapentinoids, they affect alpha-2D subunit receptors. And what they do is they narrow the channel so less calcium comes in to reduce pain. In this case, what we're doing is we're, we're basically hyperstimulating these nerves so more calcium comes in. Uh, and, and that uh, in turn causes this defunctionalization, which I'll show you on the next couple of slides. The third bullet point there, continuous 
uh, TRYPT1 activation can lead to defunctionalization and recession of the nociceptors from the epidermis. This slide, defunctionalization of afferent fiber subpopulation, points out uh, that there are a number of different nerves uh, that, that are affected and that sort of sprout into the epidermis there, and the different nerve fibers are listed for you. Uh, some of the fibers that are listed, the fibers are, that you see in blue and many other fibers are not at all affected uh, by the capsaicin. If you look across the top of the screen, just above the graphic, uh, you'll see nerves that, cause, that are involved with uh, warmth detection, heat and mechanical pain, histaminergic itch, that sort of thing, uh, so on and so forth. All of those uh, are affected by capsaicin uh, and involve this uh, TRYPV1 uh, receptor. This next slide pretends a mechanism of action, the TRYPV1 sensitization, desensitization, defunctionalization uh, is very important. And there's a nice uh, schematic here uh, looking at the TRYPV1 uh, receptors. So first, we get the initial sensitization. That's what happens when you put the patch on. That's what happens when you put any capsaicin on or, or you just happen to pick up a, a hot pepper, right? We get this initial sensitization. It's short-lasting. Uh, uh, pain increase. Then we get desensitization or pain reduction. After that, the nervous starts to become defunctionalized. All right, long-lasting uh, pain reduction for for several weeks, and it can last up to twelve weeks. And then after that time, the defunctionalization starts to normalize. All right. So what I like to say is that we are stimulating these nerves to death. Now that we're not really killing the nerves, right? We're we're, we're, we're stimulating the nerves to a point where they're, they're, they're not functional uh, anymore. And then after 12 weeks, we start to see, um, we start to see function uh, and re-innervation, and, and you'll see that in just a bit. So this next slide effectively contends on epidermal nerve fiber density and healthy volunteers. Uh, reduced uh, uh, ENF density or epidermal nerve fiber density after one week. Uh, we can see that. We saw this in the study. This is the, um, the Kennedy study of 2010, which is referenced on the bottom. And then we see regeneration and recovery uh, in 12 to, to 24 weeks. So just going through the bullet points, uh, the study evaluated pharmacodynamic effects of a single 60-minute application of NGX4010, which is the capsaicin 8% uh, patch or cutenza um, uh, in uh, healthy volunteers. Uh, on the, the thighs of, of, of these patients. Uh, after one week, the significant reduction in ENF density versus unexposed skin sites and placebo patch increased the tactile thresholds. There's a decrease in sharp mechanical pain. After 12 weeks, uh, there's evidence of ENF regeneration, right? So the, the nerves start to appear again uh, in, in the epidermal layers, which you'll see on the next slide. And 24 weeks after application, we see up to 93% recovery of those nerves. So again, I don't want anybody to think that there's any kind of permanent defunctionalization of these nerves. If we look at this from an immunohistochemical uh, and how that uh, correlates with defunctionalization, and you look at the images on the right side, at the very top, we're looking at week one uh, on the control on the left side and patients receiving the 8% capsaicin on the right side. And you can see there's a lot of nerves on the left side uh, in the control uh, patients after week one, but it's almost purely blue uh, in the patients receiving capsaicin. Uh, the, second, um, the second row down, uh, week 12, 
you can see also that that there's um, that there's high density of these nerves in the blue section. On the right side, uh, we still have reduced uh, density. And then at week 24, it's pretty equal, right? The 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 uh, density of the nerves in the epidural dermal tissue uh, is is about the same uh, for the patients that were on the control and the patients that were on the uh, uh, the capsaicin. This next slide. Potenza patch technology. Uh, this is a pretty cool uh, slide because it shows you how uh, what happens is the capsaicin starts to go through the silicone adhesives. This is a diffusion process, so it goes from an area of greater concentration to an area of lesser, lesser concentration, in this case, the skin. Uh, so unlike oral pain medications, we're basically treating uh, the pain locally through the skin. It is a unique patch technology that allows for confined application within the skin. Uh, the speed uh, of the capsaicin release during that time of application allows for a sufficient amount of capsaicin to be absorbed in a relatively short period of time, uh, 30 minutes uh, on the feet for painful diabetic peripheral neuropathy, and it enables long-term pain relief up to three months, right? So the analgesic and antiparitic effects uh, that last for weeks are ascribed to inhibition, uh, inhibition of neurogenic inflammatory processes and to the alterations in the axonal uh, integrity. The pharmacokinetic properties of Cotenza, uh, the linear rate, it has a linear rate of, of release if we were to graph that out. It's, uh, again, it's very lipophilic and for that reason, it does not uh, readily dissolve in aqueous solutions and therefore, it's not something that, that's readily uh, released into the, into the blood. Uh, for sure, uh, there is some capsaicin uh, that gets into systemic circulation. It peaks about 20 minutes after removal, uh, and, and it declines uh, very rapidly after removal of that patch. Uh, the capsaicin is metabolized very rapidly by cytochrome uh, enzymes, mostly uh, uh, CYP34, very, very rapid elimination, high mean apparent clearance, uh, and the, the half-life is about 130 minutes. And the exposure increases with larger treatment areas and with longer uh, treatment duration. So um, on my left slide here, uh, importance of transient receptor potential villanoid 1 or TRIPV1 in painful diabetic uh, uh, peripheral neuropathy. Uh, this TRIPV1 does play a very important role in development and worsening of uh, PDPN. Uh, so the peripheral diabetic uh, neuropathy does result in damage to uh, sensory nerves and surviving hyperactive cutaneous nociceptors play a role in driving that pain syndrome. Uh, these nociceptors, which um, include the C-fibers, uh, contain TRIPV1 receptors that play a key role in pain signaling and may be targeted uh, by caps the capsaicin and cutenza, again, in uh, this 8% patch. The high concentration of the capsaicin and cutenza does allow for this novel uh, mechanism to activate the TRIPV1, causing this uh, first this desensitization and defunctionalization. Uh, and then finally, uh, this desensitization and defunctionalization of the TRIPV1 expressing nerve fibers by Cotenza is transient uh, and it is also uh, reversible. And that's very important. Um, I think also uh, a key take home message here 
is that um, we have a longer duration of effect with this compared to, for example, uh, products have to be uh, applied several times uh, a day. Uh, because of that alone, the compliance is better because this happens uh, in the office setting. A lot of times patients don't want to use the patch or aren't that compliant because they don't like the burning sensation up front, gets on their clothing, their bedding, uh, their hands. Uh, and then I think, uh, you know, a, a very important point, at least for me to make, uh, is that there's there's very low risk for drug-drug interactions uh, because it's metabolized uh, so very quickly. Select safety information. Do not dispense Qtenza to patients for self-administration or handling. Only physicians or healthcare professionals under the close supervision of a physician are to administer and handle Qtenza. Unintended exposure to capsaicin can cause severe irritation of eyes, mucous membranes, respiratory tract, and skin in healthcare providers and others. When administering Qtenza, it is important to follow the procedures in the important dosage and administration instructions in the USPI. In patients treated for neuropathic pain associated with diabetic peripheral neuropathy, a careful examination of the feet should be undertaken prior to each application of Cutenza to detect skin lesions related to underlying neuropathy or vascular insufficiency. Contraindications. None. Warnings and precautions. Aerosolization of capsaicin can occur upon rapid removal of Cutenza. Therefore, remove Cutenza gently and slowly by rolling the adhesive side inward. Inhalation of airborne capsaicin can result in coughing or sneezing. If irritation of airways occurs, remove the affected individual from the vicinity of Cutenza. Provide supportive medical care if shortness of breath develops. If skin not intended to be treated is exposed to Cutenza, apply cleansing gel for one minute and wipe off with a dry gauze. After the cleansing gel has been wiped off, wash the area with soap and water. Patients may experience substantial procedural pain and burning upon application and following removal of Cutenza. Prepare to treat acute pain during and following the application procedure with local cooling, such as a cold pack, and or appropriate analgesic medication. Transient increases in blood pressure may occur during and shortly after the Cutenza treatment. Blood pressure changes were associated with treatment-related increases in pain. Monitor blood pressure and provide adequate support for treatment-related pain. Patients with unstable or poorly controlled hypertension or a recent history of cardiovascular or cerebrovascular events may be at an increased risk of adverse cardiovascular events. Consider these factors prior to initiating Cutenza treatment. Reductions in sensory function have been reported following administration of Cutenza. Decreases in sensory function are generally minor and temporary. All patients with pre-existing sensory deficits should be clinically assessed for signs of sensory deterioration or loss prior to each application of Cutenza. If sensory deterioration or loss is detected or pre-existing sensory deficit worsens, continued use of Cutenza treatment should be reconsidered. Adverse Reactions in all controlled clinical trials, adverse reactions occurring in greater than or equal to 5% of patients in the Cutenza group and at an incidence of at least 1% greater than in the control group were application site erythema, application site pain, and application site pruritus. For additional information, please see the full prescribing information, including patient information. You've been listening to ReachMD. This program was sponsored by Averitas Pharma. If you missed any part of this discussion, visit ReachMD.com slash industry feature. This is ReachMD.
be part of the knowledge.